Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow men, hoping we can make Yeah, well, welcome, everybody, to The Catch on Blog Talk Radio. It's Tuesday night, and uh, we love to talk to people who believe they can make it better. And uh, uh, that's what makes this thing tick. And, uh, of course, we found a secret. We found a secret that, that lives can be better and uh, our hope can be better, and it all comes through Jesus Christ and through uh, hope in, in the Spirit of God among us. So uh, that means anybody can do this. Anybody can have an impact and make a difference in the world. And uh, so what we love to do on Tuesday nights is talk to some very special people. And these are people who I have come to know over the years, and I love to share with all of you and um, because they are people who are in some way leaving a mark and uh, you and I can be inspired by them and we can be instructed by them and we can learn how our faith works in the real world. So uh, that's what, that's what the catch on blog talk radio is all about. And uh, our guest tonight is uh, someone who perfectly suits everything I'm talking about. He has had an incredible career of uh, um, music. Well, let me try, and I don't even think I can I can uh, get it all together. Music, song, uh, worship leading. He's been an artist, a performing and recording artist, uh, an incredible songwriter. Um, and uh, pastor, and now he's going to tell us uh, tonight, we're going to go into depth into something new that he's doing with artists uh, around the world. And um, so this is really uh, an exciting thing. But of course, um, the, uh, the, 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 the one thing that really I'm sure Rob would say sets him apart from anybody else is the fact that he wrote a song, a great song, with me called Wide Angle. Isn't that right, Rob? <laughs> That's exactly right. My proudest achievement. Indeed, <laughs> it is. Well, it really touched me when you came, if I may jump in, when you came to our church some years ago. I didn't even invite you. I forget who invited you, but I was thrilled to hear that you were coming. And somehow we weren't in touch during that time. And you got here, and you 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 picked one song to perform before you spoke, and it was a song that we wrote, and, and it was such a nice surprise. Out of all the songs yeah. you've written, with all wonderful songwriters through the years, you picked ours. So that really touched me. Yeah, it is 
It is well. It's a great song, and it was actually a title of my album, Wide Angle, and uh, my lat my, my my first and only CD. Everything else is an LP. <laughs> but uh, well, you, yeah, you've come back the, around now. You're you're cool now that you're putting things out on vinyl because that's what it's coming back to. Can you believe it? I know, I know. That's really surprising. Yeah. Well, Rob, I want you to tell us just a little bit about, um, and, and you know what? I don't think I've even given our uh, audience your name, so I think I just jumped right in there so fast. Uh, no, I haven't. This is, folks, folks, this is Rob Fraser. And uh, uh, as I mentioned, he's had uh, quite a few hats in his career. So I'm going to have him tell us, just give us a, you know, a thumbnail sketch of uh, where you started and, and uh, uh, what, what brought you to where we are now today. I know that's a tall order, but I bet you can do it. Well, I'll, I'll give you the nickel version for sure, because it is kind of yeah. many years uh, I've been doing things. But I've really yep. only done two things in my life, and that is music and ministry. So uh, I've done music and ministry together, but also just been a, a an artist and a songwriter and a jingle producer. Went back when I used to make jingles for music advertising. And oh, then yeah. uh, for the last 17 years, I've been a pastor and now a pastor to creatives, but it started many years ago when I, right out of college, was going to grad school, and then dropped out of grad school to join a band. Wow, what do you know about that? Uh, and that band was based <laughs> in England, and I did music evangelism as just a, as a young adult all over Europe, and just an incredible time um, with, a, with a group over there, some with Youth for Christ, and just some with an English group band. Then I came back to the States, and I flew down to Nashville to take an audition with a young struggling band that they were struggling at the time called Petra. I was the first keyboard player in Petra before John Laurie. And wow. I spent a couple of years with them and sang a few of songs, but mainly Greg Boltz was the singer at that time. And then I left Petra because yeah. I said, you know, this band's not going anywhere. So you can, you know, <laughs> you can see how wrong you can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, should have prayed more about that one. Um, but became a solo <laughs> artist on the same label you were on for some years, Light Records, and based out in Newbury yes. Park, California. And I was a solo artist on Light Records and then Urgent Records, which is distributed by Benson, between 84 and the year 2000 when I uh, became a full-time pastor. So I had really 25 years of music ministry uh, from my college years through the year 2000. Did a lot of writing and producing for other artists, including Camp and see Margaret Becker, uh, Rick Kua, Jeff Moore, people like that. I had a song with the band Kansas, which was a, a big blessing. Um, so done hmm. all that, and then I felt the Lord calling me to ministry, and so I began seminary while I was still traveling. And in the middle of my seminary training, my own church, where I had been for 15, uh, 17 years before that point with my wife, uh, called me. So I kind of came off the road and became a pastor in the year 2000 and stayed there. Pastor for Community Life, and I also handled the college and young adult ministries. And uh, left in 2012 and became a chaplain at our local homeless shelter. The least wow. creative kind of ministry I had done. 
But boy, am I glad I did it. It was a dose of real, real life in a very tough environment. Mm. But still saw God's power is there to change lives, even in a tough environment like wow. that. But now, and I guess this is really what we want to talk about mostly, um, uh, the Lord opened a wonderful door for me to kind of put the creative side of my experience and the pastoral side together. And that is that I'm now a staff director with Artists in Christian Testimony, ACT International, which is really a kind of a mission sending board for creatives. We hmm. uh, help qualify them and bring them in under our 501c3 nonprofit status. And, and mo- the, our, our motto is that we mobilize and equip artistic ministry specialists for Christ's work worldwide. That's kind of our slogan. Hmm. And that is to we help folks who have creative gifts, uh, identify them, hone them, and enable them to take them anywhere that God is opening doors without having to request or require that they be paid. John, you know, you and I both came from the, the music business paradigm, yeah. which was the pay for play. You know, if you pay, I can come play. Yeah. And nothing wrong with that. But for many people, it, it has limited them, limited us, you know, things that we want to do, we couldn't mm-hmm. do, because we, uh, you know, we've got to be paid, got body and soul together. Well, um, this very visionary guy named Byron Spradlin, who you've known from his years living in California, yes. in native California, brought this vision early in the 1970s to kind of help musicians, mainly musicians, but also visual artists, dancers, speakers, authors, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. give themselves more as missionaries who um, raise support, monthly support or special donations that enables them to just go anywhere and everywhere. And for many years, you really struggled, but it really started taking off here about the t- time of the new millennium, I think, when more and more people were getting a little set up with the, the business side of things and just wanted to serve God and be free to do it. And so we've the mission has expanded to now over 230 individual ministries under our umbrella, and mm. about a third of them are full-time and two-thirds are bivocational, who have some kind of creative ministry. We're active in 24 different mm-hmm. countries, uh, people doing ministry everywhere and anywhere, uh, the, the traditional places, churches, schools, but also homeless shelters, prisons, street ministry. We've got some uh, folks who, who do um, schools of the arts in inner-city places like New Orleans and Charlotte and uh, Chicago, other places like Brazil in the favelas of uh, the big cities in Brazil where it's trying to encourage very kids to dream and to express themselves artistically. Mm-hmm. And that, that brings glory to God and, and also helps change their lives. So a huge variety of kinds of people. The only common denominator is that everybody is some kind of artist. Some, there's some kind of artistic component to what they do. It's kind of a nutshell. Wow. Is that enough of a nutshell? That's a that's a great nutshell. And you know, it's a what's amazing to me, Rob, is that uh, you know, going back, like you mentioned, yes, I do know Byron um, from from the seventies, and going back to the seventies, there there were a number of people who, and ever since then, who have wanted to do something 
with Christians and the arts. And there are people who have tried to organize uh, Christians together to, to do their art and uh, in, in culture and whatever, you know, there, there've been so many attempts. I mean, I, I started one. We, we called it discovery art guilt and, and uh, we lasted right. about two or three years. I would, I would say, but maybe 95% of them uh, never make it. And uh, I, every once in a while I would hear ACT and I would hear Byron and I would, it would look like he was struggling. And, um, but I was amazed that something was still going. And then suddenly I've, Found, I, I think it, uh, Rob, I think it was, you know, uh, one of those deals that comes through um, LinkedIn or one of those internet things that says, Rob Fraser has a new position. It's a staff director with ACT. And I go, you mean they have enough staff members to have a director? <laughs> you know, I just, wow, what happened? I'll bet, it, I'll bet it was what? LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn does that. Yeah, we're, too, we're both in LinkedIn, yeah. aren't we? I think that was it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And that's what came to mind. They have enough staff to have a director. Actually, there are two of us. I'm the associate <laughs> staff director. I have a boss who's the, the senior staff director of us. Um, that's funny that you would say that. Well, here's why that um, makes sense. Everybody who comes in under our umbrella, I, I don't always like that word, but kind of what it is, we consider ministry staff. Now, we don't hire them. like We're not paying 25 of our ministry salaries, but they are, in a legal sense, staff members. And so um, I get to sort of be one of their pastors. I'm not trying to take the place of their local mm-hmm. pastor, but we help them, you know, evaluate their ministry. We help them pick songs for albums. We help them uh, think about fundraising. We help them kind of dream a little bit and try to come alongside them and help them bring a, a focus to their ministries. Now, some of them don't need that. I mean, they've been going a long, long time. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. it's great to be able to. I love creative people. I've always been one. I've always felt a little misunderstood by the local church, and and a lot of musicians have. Right. And it really hasn't been until maybe the last twenty years. Now that um, that's going to sound a little unkind, but you know that my parents' generation has kind of relinquished control of the church, and now the boomers and the Generation X and even the millennials are kind of in charge. In, in earlier times, it used to be if you went to your pastor and say, you know, I have a, a musical gift and I love to, I want to use it to glorify God and fulfill the Great Commission. The, the answer would always be, well, okay, um, you can sing a song in church, you know, you can do, do special music or, or something. But our generation, yeah. even less our generation, but the ones to follow, music, the arts, media, it, it's all—it's not just something we do. It's—it's it's part of who we are. Breasts are. Hmm. To, um, the, the millennials. I mean, for good, for good or bad, our, our millennials are who live their lives in many ways re- interacting with media. Much of it, music, mm-hmm. and, yeah, um, music and the arts. It's just it's central to who they are. And so, I, so I don't think it's any accident that it's really been only the last twenty years that um, ACT has just blossomed from a few dozen people to now. As I said, 225 individual ministry departments. Some of them include bands, 
there's about 350 people who are under our umbrella. Hmm. And not that money is all that important, um, but it does say something. But last year we processed uh, about $4 million in donated funds. So people are hmm. finding support. Wow. You know, not, no one's getting rich, trust me. Uh, if you, you know, do the math, divide $4 million by 225. <laughs> no one's getting rich, but people are able to support themselves. And I first came across this, well, I know about ACT for a long time, but I first started getting uh, a really positive vision for the ministry by working as a chaplain at the at the homeless shelter, and I was in charge of booking the evening chapel services. And I kept running into people who were coming in to speak or sing or do artwork, and, you know, they, they we couldn't pay them. I mean, can't, you know, the homeless guys can't pay them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> homeless guys are not going to buy tickets mm-hmm. to a concert. And I finally started asking many of these folks, how can you do this? You know, we can't pay you, and you don't even ask for payment. But every time we, we need you, you're, you're right here. And they started telling me, well, we, we are kind of musical missionaries. We have people who believe in us and support us on a monthly basis that enables us to go anywhere and everywhere. And it just really impressed me. And these are some really talented people, some incredible bands that if they chose to, could be kind of chasing fame and fortune. But they think hmm. of themselves hmm. more as uh, kind of workers in the kingdom, trying to, as you said at the beginning of the show, make a difference, uh, do something that matters. Wow. Really, really just struck, wow. struck me. So by working as he does very creatively, kind of brought me around to meeting Byron, and he talked to me a little while ago about doing this. Mm-hmm. Planted that seed maybe six or eight months, no, about a year ago, but it didn't really all come together until just this spring. Wow. So here I am. Is it all is it all is it all music? Or uh, what about, what what are the some of the different venues? Well it's about eighty percent musicians, but we also have some people who are, are visual artists who um want to be able to uh make art that's really good. It may or may not have an explicitly Christian theme. But um many of those who are artists sell their artwork but also some just take suggested donations and a lot of them bring their art into venues that where people don't get normally to interact with arts, like what uh, comes up with an exhibition hmm. at an inner city school or on the street uh, or rent space in a cool. hall. Or, or, and then a lot are educators who, as I said earlier, do schools of the arts for underprivileged kids. Uh, many art programs, wow. probably, well, a, a dozen or so, a couple dozen, really, people who want to do art programs. Uh, many who are have schools of the arts or worship leader kind of congregations, fellowships. Um, mm-hmm. They rent space and have meetings for songwriters and worship leaders who want to encourage each other. Uh, some student ministries, people who work in colleges uh, doing art programs. So um, I don't really know all of our ministry departments, but it's about 80% music, because that's just the most, I guess, the easiest kind of to, to describe. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. most people think of artists, especially in a town like Nashville, they're going to be thinking of music. But no, the other 20%, it's a real diverse group of people. Rob, you're talking about it, really a different paradigm. You know, I mean, when we were doing this, um, well, actually, 
actually, if you go back to the very beginning of the Jesus Jesus movement, we were more like that. We we were right. all message ministry, or we were going to save the world with our guitars. And uh, right, you know, it, it, we weren't going to become stars. No, no one wanted that. Right. No one even cared. You know, we weren't going to become recording artists, and we weren't going to get contracts and and uh, drive around That's in limos. Some, but then something happened along the way. Happened. Yeah. 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 What? Yeah, it did. Well, then what you're telling me is that there's a, a maybe a new wave of people that have a different attitude about this. Um, and uh, tell me about that. Would would that be a, uh, something that that goes along with, with the millennials because we're really interested in millennials here in our ministry as well. Um, and, you know, that is, you, you put it very well. Yes, I do think something it has to do with the millennials. I mean, I'm a, I'm a parent of three millennials, and there's a an honesty there. I'm, I'm not saying they're any more holy than anybody else, but there's, a, there's an idealism there and an altruism that kind of reminds me mm. of, like, the hippies thing. It kind of... It's, there's a lot of yeah. the millennials who are going back to basics, going back to nature, and you know, very idealistic, and are kind of rejecting some of the materialistic um, ways of thinking about it. Uh, music and art, and art collectives. It does remind me a, a little bit of kind of of the way things were in the late '60s and early '70s. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, and I kind of remember it when I was in high school. I graduated high school in '71. So I, I didn't quite make the hippie thing uh, age, but I sure the early seventies were very idealistic, very much so. Something sort of changed in yeah. the decade to follow. I don't know what happened, but the biz, the business started getting big, and especially the Christian music business, and it began to kind of catch the attention of the big record labels, and suddenly we started yeah. getting big time. I think maybe we lost something. Like I know, not maybe. I know we lost something. Uh, I'm yeah. glad that there are huge artists who make who are out there and there's big visibility for Christian music, whatever that is. Right, <laughs> not that they're right, right. Do you? But um, I, I remember now that you brought that. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm fine. I'm finished. I'm finished with that thought. Oh, I, you. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was. What I was wondering is. If in if you still see any of that influence in the people you're working with, I mean, and is there still that pull to be a star and a recording artist and and that kind of and are some of are some of your people taking that route or is everybody pretty much online as a as a as a missionary? Well, everybody who eventually comes with us is on is taking that route. Um, although okay. there are a few artists who actually are have record deals, but have a nonprofit that, that they uh, support, and their nonprofit arm is with us. I'm not sure I should even mention any names, but a few well-known folks who still are part of the industry, but they have a nonprofit arm. Uh, but part of my uh, job as staff development director is to meet new people who, who learn about us and help to help them to see whether this is really what they want to do or not. 
because it, it, it's humbling, you know, to, to ask other people for support and to ask for money. It's, it's humbling. It was humbling mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I, you know, I had some notoriety at my time, but then, you know, my time in the spotlight's pretty much over. It's, it's my time now to help nourish mm-hmm. and equip the next generation of ministry-minded, ministry-hearted specialists to hone their art to the highest possible level of expertise, not just to get rich, to make money, but for God's sake, you know, to pursue excellence for his sake and his name. Um, yeah. So most yeah. people who come with us, no, they, they get it. And there are a few that I've met along the way who are just exploring us. And I try, you know, if they really want to be part of the industry, I try to encourage them to do that. And it's not good mm-hmm. or bad. Uh, it's not up or down, right or wrong. It's just different. Right. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, what, one thing that I wonder is that, um, it, you know, there's always been this struggle that we had early on um, between, you know, art for art's sake and, and, and actually using uh, music for the gospel and somehow, you know, it ends up being less than authentic. Uh, do you understand what I'm trying to say? It, it's, uh, sure I do. I yeah. think we've, str- we've struggled with that over the years. Um, do you, in, in, you know, in the people you're working with, are, what's their attitude towards, towards art? And towards their artistry, and is it is it wide open, or are they more like you know everything has to have the gospel in it, and everything has to be Jesus this and Jesus that? And what what are they like? Um, I think there's going to be a pretty wide spectrum. There are some folks who are very focused on having a, a very explicit gospel ministry, but there are probably just as mm-hmm. many, especially the ones who are educators, um, who mm-hmm. want to. They're not failing anything. They're not hiding anything. But they um, they are pr- encouraging people to pursue beauty and art for its own sake. And eventually, they'll get around to the the nature of art, which is transcendence. And where does transcendence cool. come from? Well, it comes from the transcendent God who created this amazing world, who who, who wasted all of this effort on making sunsets beautiful. You know, sunsets don't have to be beautiful, but God thought it was worth doing, you know. You know, flowers don't have to be beautiful. Um, so there are a lot of yeah. there are folks who are willing to work more on that kind of. What's the word? It's more subtle, but um, well, gosh, who who who's a better witness to the power of the gospel than a guy like Bono, who, you know, he's never been part of the right. Christian music industry. He's, he's resisted it, but he. I, I just found another right. video that he did talking about art and beauty and transcendence. And my goodness, you know, he's living it. He's a, a true artist. Probably he too has got to be the most respected band in the world, at least the, the most respected band of the last 25 years. I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. obviously not I all his songs you. are about God, but he made, they made great art. And it, because the heart of the artist was surrendered to, to Jesus Christ, I mean, uh, it's had an impact, whether it had the name God or Jesus or anything in it yeah. or not. His art reflected a truly biblical worldview and still does. So to answer your question, yeah, they're, they're all across the board. But there's another arm I should mention of 
ACT, um, which is designed for people who are working in sensitive environments, such as Russia, such as some Muslim countries. Um, and their ACT stands for something different. It's called Artists for Community Transformation, where, they, hmm. where the idea with the name Christian would be a real stumbling mm-hmm. block. May might even present some legal dangers to them. China, yeah. we have a group working in China. Um, although it's legal to be wow. a Christian in China, there are legal churches. Uh, their their ACP stands for something different. They don't see the word Christian anywhere on the materials. But their mission is similar. They're there to transform culture. That's great. So it's, uh, wow. That's that represents exciting. probably one slice of the pie. So. Wow. Well, what would you say um, uh, so far has been the most rewarding thing about what what you're doing now? And, and can, can you give us a little story about that, perhaps? Hmm. Well, it's really fun to work with creative people, and it's fun to um, be able to deal with them on, on both this spiritual and pastoral level and also just really rejoice in the gifts God's given them. Um, so I, I think maybe I, I've already kind of given you a story because you put me on the spot now, a story. Um, yeah. I guess the story is, is the one that got me moving in this direction. It's with meeting, well, I'll just mention the name of a group that folks probably have never heard of, but it's a wonderful husband-wife duo by the name of Living Song. And they were one of the groups I was referring to who are always at the mission. Whenever we had a special event, we called yeah. them. And if they could be there, they would just be there. And Erica is the singer. She's, she is married to Manny. Um, and the last name is Garcia. And she is a killer singer. I mean, she's like wow. the, I thought kind of a white Beyonce. I mean, she's they just, mm. her hearts mm. are so open and they're, they are just so, uh, focused on blessing people and just being humble servants. I guess that's the story. That's really wow. my attention. I said, Man, I want to be around people like this. And they just go anywhere and everywhere. So and they have a good yeah, following, they're, they're, good support, people who believe them and support them. And they're just a great example of what an ACT artist is all about. Wow. So they're giving, they're really giving themselves to they are to the world basically. They, yeah, they go everywhere, wow. everywhere, especially prisons, prisons and homeless shelters. Are the two things that they focus on. See, I I would have yeah. loved to have done that. I hated, I always hated having to mix money into the whole thing, and uh, sure. it's, it's always been a stumbling yeah. block. And so well, I love this. It's what you're always... doing. It is great. I don't want to paint too rosy a picture. Sometimes it's hard. You know, it's, I didn't, you, it, it, they send out newsletters. Sure. And, you know, raising support's never easy. People come on, people come off. I'm actually raising some support mm-hmm. myself. I have a salary with them, but uh, it, this is probably the most mm-hmm. lean nonprofit I've ever come across. <laughs> I mean, they no, no waste of money. We all office at home. We have a small office where our accountants and things do all the back office work, which is really the nuts and bolts of this. Um, for mm-hmm. a small mm-hmm. percentage of donated funds, we process all we process all the donations, all the receiving, all of the necessary stuff to keep an operation going. 
and we have an amazing staff of people. I call them our anointed accountants. They—that's their mm-hmm. gifting, mm-hmm. that whole administration thing. And man, they do it with great excellence and with great joy. There's, there's a lot of detail. We're that's great. Uh, you know, four million dollars a year, most of it in don- small donations of twenty-five to hundred dollars a month. So there's a lot, there's a lot of work, but uh, it's necessary wow. work. Well, that's great. And, and those I, uh, of us who are out there doing it to, to, to focus yeah. on that, to focus on the ministry. Fantastic. Well, where do we go um, if we want to find out more about this? What uh, What's the website? It's just, it's, uh, just the website is www.actinternational.org, or you can just do ACT International. Now, it's spelled ACT, but we don't actually pronounce it ACT. It's uh, actinternational.org. There's a whole lot of material on there. There are videos that we've produced explaining the ministry. There's even an application on there if someone wants to apply. Um, they come up with a yeah, lot of really so cool that, tools. Okay. Go ahead. So that would be if somebody, if someone was a, a young artist and this was part of their vision of what they wanted to do, uh, you guys could help them do it. Is that basically what exactly. we're saying? That is exactly That's right. Great. The trail has been blazed. The trail has been blazed for over a long number of years, and mm-hmm. I'm impressed mm-hmm. just coming in with the, the level of sophisticated tools that are at your advantage, a way of tracking your donors, keeping um, in touch with your supporters via a free MailChimp account, and uh, free interfaces that are all part the association done so much of the work, you know, for someone who wants to start a nonprofit and get busy. All of, it's all done. It's all yeah. kind of a turnkey, ready to go. Um, all everything you need. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, great. It's a pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Well, Rob, I can't thank you enough for uh, taking some time out of your evening to talk with us, and uh, this is exciting. And I'm I'm personally really happy to catch up with you a little bit and uh, oh, yeah. uh, and, and give my greetings to Byron and uh, congratulations for the way this thing's going. That's so exciting. And I, I think I being a week, I mentioned. Byron. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say we. Um, you know that connection with millennials is is very exciting, and so we'll probably be talking with you more in the future about that, because uh, that that's something we want to really build into. So uh, we're going to be looking for that, and at least maybe uh, have some news about what you about ACT on our website, so that people can find out uh, what they can do. Um, oh, I think, boy, to be able to. Yeah, that's so great to be able to to think I can I can go out into the world and I can I can take this talent and I can I can give it give it to the Lord and give it to people. Um, that's great. That's, uh, that's exactly right. Exciting. It is okay, exciting, Rob. and I'm really glad to catch up with you too, John. It's been too many years. I'd love to see you in person sometime soon. Well, it's, yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I'm, I've got to get back right. out on the road again. I've been off too long. So, yep. Hey. Uh, well, you've got a place to stay quick. in Nashville if you get out here. 
Okay, and real quick, how's your beautiful wife and family? Doing doing great. Everybody's well. Uh, Carol is her name. She's still doing her personal training and health coaching. She's still, every year she starts looking younger and younger compared to her husband, but that's just the way it goes. <laughs> uh, and my oldest son, Drew, is still working in film and television. He's a lighting director. He's, he works on movies all over the place. And, uh, and my oldest my daughter is still in New York, an actress and a singer. She was on Broadway wow. two years ago on the show Amazing no Grace, kidding. and she's doing great things. Yeah, still there. And then my youngest oh. son, Dylan, lives in New Orleans, and he plays drums with a bunch of different artists. So all three of them are in the arts. I couldn't get one engineer out of the bunch, but <laughs> that's the way it goes. <laughs> oh, wow. That's great. That's great. Well, you must be a proud papa. That's for sure. I am. Okay. Okay, Rob. Thank you so much. Great talking with you. God bless. bless. Thanks for calling. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, there you go. world is trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow man. Hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Well, Rob Fraser does. And 232 people, maybe 350 of them, think they can uh, by being creative uh, as believers in the world in all sorts of different ways and shapes and sizes. So look into it, you guys. This is very exciting. ACTinternational.org. And if you know anybody who is uh, looking for a career in music or the arts, have them check it out for sure. And uh, maybe maybe they'll find a whole new paradigm for what they do, because I think that's what's happened here and what makes this uh, very exciting. So um, thanks for joining us. Uh, God bless you all, and we will see you next week for some new... All right.